everyone. Welcome back inside the UC Hill Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from interim head coach Gary Rosberg, all three coordinators in cornerback Pat Sertan. Plus, I'll have the latest injury report in Kansas City. Senior team reporter Mac McMullen joins the show to take a look at this matchup from the Chiefs perspective. All that and more coming up. The team had another day of practice here at the UC Health Training Center, and we're in full pads today. Interim head coach Jerry Rossberg spoke on what his main goals were at practice. I addressed this with the team directly and what we needed to do this week to try to compete with this formidable opponent. And it's important to me that I see these guys in pads. I mean, as you know, I haven't been doing that as my previous position in this organization. So I need to see this. I need to see these guys. And I'm paying a lot closer attention to these things this week than I have been. So that's as much for me as anyone. And our the young men in that room have bought into that. And they've, they're, they're going to go out there today with the express purpose of getting better. And they also are going out there with a clear understanding of how we take care of one another during practice. So those are our two goals in that in that regard. He also went on to discuss some of the changes he's already made. We changed some the order of things. We didn't change the, the structure. Maybe special teams was is, uh, conducted a little bit differently. Uh, it's all together at the top, and you probably you're out here, and, and we just worked with, uh, we kind of rearranged it what I was familiar with and comfortable with with regard to the special teams doing it early, and so I could focus at that point. I could turn my focus to the offense and defense. Uh, the rest of the practice is very similar, the, the structure that's been going on here. I want, I want all the work that these men and these coaches have put in during the course of this whole season to continue. I don't want to disrupt that. Plus, offensive coordinator Justin Alton talked today about how his role is shifting with the departure of Nathaniel Hackett. Logistically, there's a lot of um, you know, helping and assisting in, in other areas. There's a little bit more uh, group effort uh, in certain aspects, meetings. Um, uh, but it takes it's all hands on deck at this point. Logistics have changed a little bit. So, uh, you know, these guys have been doing a really good job of just keeping their guys level headed. It's really easy with all this adversity going on to lose your mind and kind of lose focus on these last two games. But I thought yesterday's practice was was one of the better ones as far as the focus and just the determination to get better that day. And, you know, the challenge today is going to be just to stack it. And as we look ahead to the Broncos matchup in Arrowhead this weekend, defensive coordinator Ijero Ivero spoke today on what he learned about the defense's performance versus the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in their last meeting a few weeks ago. Yeah, we just got to start fast. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, we settled in uh, in the second quarter, and I think the th second quarter and the third quarter is more reflective of uh, what we think we can do. Um, obviously, uh, you know, you can't just exclude that first part of the game as well, you know, so we got to do a better job. We got to start fast um, and we all got to understand, too, now, you know, he's a hell of a player. He's going to make plays and uh, we just got to continue to battle and continue fighting and continue to stay with the game plan. And coming off last weekend's loss to the Rams, cornerback Pat Sertan talked about how the defense will look to bounce back. Yeah, obviously it was a game um, that wasn't what we wanted to put out there. Um, obviously, um, it just wasn't those type of games that um, I just feel like all around is defense. Um, we ain't we, we ain't do what we were supposed to do um, the whole game and it showed. So, um, you know, we corrected it, um, got back to the basics. And, you know, we need to improve on those certain things. So, you know, we're looking for a better week this week. So 
that's the only thing we could do. And we also heard from new special teams coordinator Mike Mallory, and he talked about the areas in which special teams can improve the most over the next two weeks. The coverage is always something that you want to make sure that we're on top of. And with the returners, you know, they've always got elite guys. So you've got to be on your on your best. So that's something that we've got to make sure that we're good with. And, uh, um, you know, but really all phases. I mean, uh, you look at all phases, we want to get better in all of them. And, uh, again, that's what we've been working. We've been working fundamentals here these uh, uh, yesterday and then today and follow it up with more situations tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, uh, coverage units, but it's really everything. Now it's time to take a look at today's injury report. With a few guys back at practice today, safety Kareem Jackson, running back Latavius Murray, guard Dalton Reisner, offensive lineman Billy Turner, and defensive tackle Deshaun Williams were all full participants. The only other changes from yesterday's practice were defensive lineman Mike Purcell. He was limited, and cornerback K1 Williams was also limited. And I had a chance to catch up with Kansas City Chiefs senior team reporter Matt McMullen to take a look at this weekend's matchup from the Chiefs' perspective. Take a listen. Matt, thanks for joining me today. appreciate you being on the show. Yes, and I appreciate you having me. Yeah, of course. How are things going over there in Kansas City? Well, they're good. Um, it's an exciting time of year here. Obviously, uh, it's been a fun season. We're 12 and three. Uh, still have a really good shot at the one seed, uh, seeing what happens this weekend. And of course, what happens with the Bills and the Bengals. But uh, just getting ready for the playoffs. Uh, this is always when the Chiefs try to play their best football. Uh, and it seems like both sides of the ball are really trending in the right direction right now. So uh, looking forward to this matchup. These division games are always fun, no matter what the records are. And, uh, and things are good right now in Kansas City. Yep. You, you talk about the Chiefs looking to clinch the one seed. What's kind of been the focus over there? Just the vibe in the locker room with these final two weeks remaining and, you know, hoping to get that. Just taking care of business is the idea. And I think that's what's made the Chiefs so good over the last several years is they never look too far ahead. They never overlook an opponent. And uh, every game is the most important game of the season, right? I mean, it sounds super cliche, but the Chiefs really live by that uh, and follow that. Uh, and that's what they've been doing this year. They've never looked too far ahead. And it's very easy to start thinking about the playoffs right now and potential right. opponents and and also watching what the Bills are doing. But uh, mm -hmm. again, what's so great about this Chiefs team is they're only worried about the Broncos right now. And they have a lot of respect for the Broncos despite the record this season. So it's just a matter of looking forward to just this game. And again, division games, you never know what can happen. So they're certainly not overlooking the Broncos. Yep, you're right about that. Well, yep. Looking at this matchup, you know, of course, we got to talk about Patrick Mahomes here, Matt. You know, he's in the running to be this year's MVP, leads the league with 4,000, I think 700 something passing yards. A lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> you know, you've seen him over the years, but what do you think's just been so special about the way he's played this season? Well, I could go on for ever about what I think about Patrick Mahomes and what he's done this year, but I think what's been so incredible is when you take away. Tyree kill like the Chiefs did this year when they traded Tyree kill away to Miami and you add several new receivers there's questions about what would the offense look like this year and I think he's answered those questions in spades by having maybe his best season ever as a professional uh, in terms of the stats only 2018 has matched a season like this and his ability to elevate his game and elevate everyone else around him I think is what makes him so good and so special and we all know what the Chiefs have done in the past offensively but when you look at this season 10 different players have caught touchdowns for the Chiefs 
juice this year. He has 37 touchdown passes, but also leads the NFL. And this year's offense is actually more explosive than last year's offense was. So yeah. his ability to just to just find a way, uh, no matter what the situation is, uh, numerous times late in games this season, he's found a way for the Chiefs, whether it be uh, the Chargers game in L.A. earlier this year when right. uh, he led the Chiefs on a game-winning drive uh, with less than two minutes left, uh, the Titans game uh, when he led the Chiefs on a game-tying drive late in that one. Uh, I could go on and on, but he just finds a way. And whenever something goes poorly for Patrick, he remembers that and is better because of it. And I think that's what makes him so good. It's not just the stats and the numbers. He makes everyone else around him better. Yeah, well, he is certainly fun to watch. You know, looking back at this Broncos Chiefs last meeting back in week 14, you know, ended up being a really great game. I know the Chiefs, they they took a 27 to nothing lead, but, you know, the Broncos responded by putting up 21 unanswered points. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he threw three interceptions. So, Matt, when you look back at that game, what were kind of just your main takeaways that you kind of hope to see the Chiefs really focus on, you know, heading into this Sunday? Because like you said, uh, rivalry matchup, you never know what can happen. Yeah, with division games, you never know what can happen. And the Chiefs know that. Uh, the key, obviously, in that game was turnovers. Uh, the Chiefs were up 27-0, like you said, and then turned the ball over twice at midfield, allowed Denver to get back into it. And then the Broncos scored out of halftime. And in the blink of an eye, it was like four game minutes. It was 27-0. Now it was 27-21, and it was right. game on. Uh, that can happen in division games. And for the Chiefs, not turning the ball over has been a key really for the last several weeks. Uh, that's the one thing about this season that has been a bit unchief like has been the turnover margin. Uh, I believe they're minus five right now in turnover differential. They're plus one last week against Seattle, didn't turn the ball over at all. That's kind of the key moving forward. And I think this time of year, it's about refining your team and getting ready for the postseason and kind of tweaking those little things that you can get better at. And that's one of the things for the Chiefs. And one of the focus points is not turning the football over because the offense is the best in the NFL by a number of metrics. You can't give the other team an opportunity while taking away from your opportunity offensively. And that's what happened in that Broncos game, uh, giving the Broncos offense uh, two opportunities at midfield. So not turning the football over, I think, is the key in this one for the Chiefs. Yep. Well, to look at the Broncos, Matt, you know, the offensive line has been kind of a weak spot, you know, here this season. Russell Wilson, he was sacked six times this past Sunday. Brett Rippon seven times, you know, the weekend before. So what should the Broncos really be on the lookout for with, you know, guys like Chris Jones, you know, Frank Clark, et cetera? Well, Chris Jones is having a monster season, uh, yeah. kind of as expected. But one guy who's really coming on lately is rookie defensive end George Karloftis out of Purdue. He's one of the Chiefs' first-round picks this past year. Uh, he has four sacks in his last five games and really been looking good lately. Uh, also good swatting passes down at the line of scrimmage. He has seven of those this season, which is uh, tied for the second most in the NFL, I believe. Uh, he has the second most pressures among all rookie defensive linemen. So uh, he's really been coming into his own recently. And the Chiefs' defense as a whole is very young this year. A lot of young players on this defense and a lot of rookies but they've been trending upward recently. And I think the defense as a whole last week against Seattle uh, had their best game of the season, only allowed 10 points, uh, held Seattle to two of 14 on third down. So uh, again, kind of looking for this team to keep taking steps in the positive direction here uh, going toward the playoffs. I think hoping to stack really good defensive performances is the key here for the Chiefs. And they were on their way to one against Denver back in week 14 until the Broncos got rolling a little bit. So uh, hopefully the pass rush can continue uh, that uh, strong play here in this one. Well, Matt, as you know, it's been kind of a busy week here in Denver, just the past, past few days. You know, the team parted ways with head coach Nathaniel Hackett on Monday and then named uh, Jerry Rosberg as interim head coach for the final two weeks here. What is, you know, the coaching staff Andy Reid said this week just about the events that have really transpired here and how he's going to look to prepare, you know, going up against, you know, a different Broncos team? Well, for one thing, it's unfortunate. I mean, 
the NFL world is a fraternity, right? And coaches all know each other uh, and no one wants to see anyone get fired. Uh, I think in this situation, it's a matter of making sure the Chiefs still go take care of business, right? And uh, when sometimes when these things happen, you see the team who fired their coach kind of have a fight in them after it happens and uh, and kind of rally. So for the Chiefs, it's a matter of going into this game, kind of expecting the unexpected, I think, because you can't really know what to expect when you have a new coach come in. Yeah. Um, but also at the end of the day, a team is a team, right? You, you you only are what you've done so far this season, and you can't really change too much. So I think the main thing is being on the lookout for maybe a few trick plays here and there, some uh, decisions that maybe wouldn't happen if it was earlier in the season. But uh, for the most part, these teams know each other very well, uh, and it's just a matter of taking care of business for the Chiefs. Yeah, well, we'll see if the Broncos are able to snap that 14-game losing streak to the Chiefs this weekend at Arrowhead. Matt, really appreciate your time, and I'll see you in Kansas City this weekend. Yeah, looking forward to it. Be ready for some barbecue. Oh, always ready. And before we go, we heard General Manager George Payton say earlier this week that the team will hope to interview defensive coordinator Ejero Ivero for the head coaching position. And Coach E spoke today on what that means. Yeah, I mean, that's always an ambition of, I mean, I would say most coaches, you know, always strive to be, uh, to attain that uh, position. And, uh, but I'm not worried about that right now. Right now, I'm fully invested in this team. We got two more games. We got a great opportunity this week against Kansas City, and uh, that's where I'm completely focused at. Sertan also chimed in and talked about the qualities that would make Coach Evero a great head coach. You know, he provides all the qualities you need in a coach. Um, obviously, he's a great leader. Um, you know, he's very outspoken. Um, he brings a lot of energy to the room. And, um, you know, he's just a great person in general, you know, great uh, people person. Um, you can go to, him, go to him for anything. And, you know, on the football field, you know, he's just going to go out there and bring all the energy and, you know, he's going to do his best for the team. So, Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now, Broncos Country. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you'll meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for a game preview. I will see you all then.